Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. A cheeky so-and-so. <laughs> Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account and says, I, 30 female, told a woman, 30s female, about her cheating husband, 30s male, breaking my BFF's 30 female trust. Now, before we do get into the story, I just want to say in the original story that OP posted that they named people B, C, and D, and it just got a bit confusing as I was reading through it. So I've actually added names to it. They're obviously not real names, but hopefully it just makes it a little bit easier to follow. I, a 30-year-old woman, became very close with two girls, Sarah, 29 female, and Bev, 30 female, over the past year. We hang out a lot and call each other sisters. Their friendship is super important to me, but I worry I may have ruined it. Bev works at a library with this guy, Tom, 30s male. They were flirting for two months before Tom confessed that he's actually married and cannot be with Bev in any way. This, of course, made Bev super sad, so we, Sarah and I, comforted her when she told us this deep and emotional secret. Apparently, Tom saw Bev was sad at work and he apologized that he was the reason for her pain and said that he just wanted to see her smile again and met her at a bar to clear the air about the situation. They flirted for hours. After the bar, he told her that he can't see her again, which made her sad and we comforted her again. Fast forward to the next workday. Tom noticed Bev was sad again, so he lamented that she's such a great girl and he's such a trash guy and deserves so much better and offered to take her somewhere to talk about the situation. They've been repeating this cycle for a while now. She is sad, he is guilty, he made her sad, and he likes her attention, so he flirts with her and takes her out. They flirt all night, then he tells her that they can't do this again, and she's heartbroken again. Rinse, lather, repeat. Sarah and I will race over to Bev's townhouse and comfort her about every one to two weeks after he's told her that he can't meet up with her again, and she's despondent again. She tells us everything they did and said, and I understand that I'm privileged for her to trust us with that information because that is personal, emotional, and a secret. Now, I've been cheated on and it broke my heart. I still struggle with insecurities and pain that my past partner's infidelity caused me. Bev knows this. Unfortunately, I know that makes this personal for me and I am very biased. But every week when Bev is crying, I can't stop thinking about Tom's poor wife. Bev was able to find Tom's Facebook and showed us. This last time, Bev admitted her and Tom's date got physical, and after comforting Bev, I couldn't sleep. I knew Bev and Tom were having an emotional affair, which is terrible. Having things get physical was too much for me. I made a dummy Facebook account and found Tom's Facebook, then found his wife's Facebook and I sent her a message. It was very short and I made it sound like I just witnessed Tom and some girl at a bar. I did this last night. Bev messaged me that Tom has blocked her out of respect for his wife and she is hurt. I'm going over tonight to tell her what I did. 
I'm concerned I may lose a really important friendship. I recognize I broke Bev's trust and she would be well within her rights to stop being my friend. I also understand Sarah may feel the same and also cut ties with me for what I've done. I love Bev and Sarah like a sister, but I couldn't sit and not say anything anymore. Is there anything I can do or say to help salvage this slash these friendships? And my first initial thoughts on this is if you do want to remain friends with this person, why would you say anything at all? I mean, you went to the effort of making a Facebook dummy account to stay anonymous and then you're going to out yourself to your friend about it. I can already feel the comments saying, why would you want to salvage a friendship with someone like that with these kind of morals anyway? But those were my first initial thoughts on it. But little Kitty Bang Bang says, I personally wouldn't disclose this to her if you plan on continuing this friendship. In the long run, I think it would damage your relationship. She is the one who decided to make it someone else's business and you did this anonymously. So why does she need to know the details? If she didn't want other people's advice, this is something she should have kept to herself. Ellie Witt says, why would you want to be friends with a woman who has so little integrity? She knew he was married. She's an adult and she chose to get involved with a married man. Congrats on doing the right thing. Find new friends. Happy Summer Breeze says, before you take matters into your own hands with a friend, you give them a warning that the behavior is over the line. Really, you should have been giving your friends social consequences for her cultural standards lapse, way before it became physical. Social consequences are the way that we keep each other in line to create a safe community for us all. When we are children, it's our parents we take lessons and rebukes from to adjust our behavior. When we are adults, we only listen to our friends. That's why so many men's violence campaigns focus on what men can say to their friends when they see a friend step over the line, because social pressure is effective, an important part of our culture. Reflect on why you are afraid to give her this feedback earlier, as that self-knowledge may be helpful in your conversation with your friend. E.g., I should have said earlier how unacceptable I thought you were being the other woman in someone's marriage was. And I'm sorry, I didn't say so earlier. I was scared. Jen says, I don't think I could keep consoling someone who keeps going after a married man. Instead of consoling her, you should have been telling her to pull her head out before things spiraled out of control. Personally, I wouldn't tell her what you did. She really hasn't earned that. Just tell her it was only a matter of time before this caught up to them. Then again, I wouldn't want to be friends with someone who would go after a married man. An advisor says and replies that says, I have a friend who went after a married man. They matched on Tinder. He had a wife and kids. She at first didn't tell me, but when she did, well, I tried to tell her it was wrong, etc. But somehow she developed a hate for the wife and blamed the wife for the fact that he was cheating because wife wasn't putting out. Like what the actual fuck? Anyway, the wife found out and they separated and divorced. Then came the game playing. Backwards and forwards between the two he went. Of course, friend would come crying to me. And every time I tell her how stupid she was for thinking it would all work out. In the end, she lied to me. Said they weren't together anymore. Well, they were and are still together. And I refuse to entertain the idea. She makes out it's all peachy, but it is far from it. Lol. I keep her arm's length now. I think she is absolutely pathetic. This has been going on for three years and she is still so hateful towards the ex-wife, even though she was the dirty little side piece who now plays the green-eyed stepmom to the kids. People that entertain the idea of going after someone else's partner disgust me. Now, if I had ever found out who the now ex-wife was, you can bet I would have told her and I wouldn't have hidden the fact that it was me from my friend under any circumstance. She lacks morals and those type of people aren't fun to be around. 
So Opie does come in to update the post and they said, first and foremost, thank you to everyone who commented on my first post. I read every comment and I really appreciated the different opinions, including the ones that I was a crappy friend. I know most people advise me against telling my friend what I did, but that felt hypocritical and cowardly to me. No shame on anyone else. It just didn't sit right with me. I couldn't tell her the truth and hide mine, you know. Before I get into it, I would like to address the comments recommended that she and I talk about how wrong this all was. Unfortunately, Bev and I had had many conversations about the situation and how it was wrong and how innocent people were being deceived. Unfortunately, her reoccurring response was that she knows it was wrong, but she can't even think about the wife or how bad it all is when Tom's around. She had it bad. We also talked about Tom leaving his wife, but Bev let me know that was not on the table with Tom and she did not want a serious relationship with him anyway because she knew she would not be able to trust him. We had also briefly talked about therapy, which she seemed to consider. She had also tried to get over Tom with another guy who was cute, kind and respectful, but she said he was uninteresting and talked at length about how she imagined Tom when she was with this new guy. In any case, the day after I messaged the wife, I went over to Bev's house as soon as she said she was home from the library. I bought her favorite cookies and said I needed to talk to her. I gave a very brief, I think one minute, preamble about how much my cheating ex hurt me and how I'm still struggling with the damage that caused and why cheating is such a big deal to me. Then I told her what I did. She was quiet at first. She asked me if it was my place to say that, which I agreed it was not. She said she was very hurt and betrayed by my actions, which I said I understood and was more than fair. Then she lamented about poor Tom and how he must be struggling. This woman just learned that the wife was warned her husband is cheating and she was lied to and Bev's first thought was poor cheating husband. Bev hated the fact that he had blocked her because she just wanted to be there for him and to support him in this difficult time. I asked her what she would like from me and she asked me to leave which I quickly obliged. Later, Sarah and Bev both sent me messages late into the night and early into the morning about how I betrayed Bev's trust. Fair. I was a terrible friend to Bev. Fair. I'm from Sarah for ruining our friend group. Fair. They also let me know I am personally responsible if Tom's marriage fails and for the end of Bev and Tom's relationship. I was also informed, according to Sarah and Bev, friendship means setting aside your personal values and morals for someone you care about. And I was told that if they did things I did not agree with on a deep level, that friendship meant ignoring my values and supporting them anyway. And that I just cannot do. I feel absolutely terrible for hurting Bev and by extension Sarah, but I couldn't do this anymore. I don't have the space here to write how these women are not Disney villain characters. They, for a large part, are really great women. I've seen them be kind and generous. I know they have a history of working hard and enduring in the face of hardship. I keep replaying happy memories of our Gilmore Girls marathons or our sledding trip. I don't know if I've ever had people I could laugh so hard with. But sitting here, I can't say I regret what I did or that I want those friendships back. Realizing how little hurting other people mattered to them when compared to friendship made me feel so uncomfortable. I honestly wish them happiness and healing and I hope we all get what we need to grow and thrive. But I'm okay if we do that separately. Now you said at the a part of this that a large part they're really great women but they're trying to put the responsibility of them cheating on you which is absolute bullshit and then they said you know friendship means setting aside your personal values and morals for someone you care about 
supporting someone who's doing something that's absolutely shitty. A friend wouldn't say that to a friend. It's that simple to me. But what do you guys make of this situation? Glad you're kind of out of it, to be quite honest. But what's your thoughts? Let us know down in the comments below. Let's move on to another. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Story now, our next story comes from Pristine Balance 365 and says, Am I the asshole for purchasing my guy friend his dream birthday present and outshining his girlfriend in the process? My guy friend, Tom, has been one of my best friends since college. We're in our mid-twenties now and are both currently in committed relationships with long-term partners. I've never had feelings for Tom, nor has he ever had feelings for me. Since college, Tom has been a huge watch fanatic. Two months ago, he was showing me this stunning vintage watch and I made an offhand comment about how he would die of joy if he somehow got his hands on one. Very coincidentally, I was in New York City a few weeks ago and stumbled upon this watch store that just so happened to have the exact one Tom wanted. It was expensive, I won't lie, at about $2,500, but I decided to get it for his 25th birthday. To me, it was basically fate, lol. My boyfriend and I do very well financially, so this was something I could personally afford and wanted to buy for Tom, especially knowing how happy it would make him. Tom has a tradition of hosting a dinner party at his place for his birthday and then following up with cake and gift opening. I told him before the dinner that my gift was a huge surprise and asked if he could save it for last and he agreed. His girlfriend ends up going first and she gets him this gorgeous sweater that she crocheted for him and a book that he's been wanting which I thought was super thoughtful and lovely. Last, it was my gift. When he opened it and saw what it was, he literally screamed, hopped over a bunch of people and squeezed me in this huge bear hug. I was so happy to see him happy. It genuinely filled me with so much joy. He even got emotional and I saw him swipe a few tears. He also said that it was the best gift he'd ever received. The whole time his girlfriend was only slightly smiling and stayed quiet. The next morning, I got a text from his girlfriend that essentially said that although she appreciated my thoughtful gift, she thought it was a bit out of touch and lacking awareness. She admitted that Tom had also told her about the watch and she wanted to get it for him, but it was way out of her budget. She accused me of knowing this. I had no idea. and still getting to rub it in her face and to outshine her. She finished by saying how she felt like I had overstepped the boundary by getting the gift and would appreciate me not doing anything similar to it again in the future. I responded and told her, while I see her point of view, I was just trying to do a nice thing for a close friend of mine. I asked her, wouldn't you rather he gotten the gift and seen the happiness that it brought him than him not getting it at all? 
She responded that happiness was only shared between me and Tom and no one else and that she felt hurt by my actions. Only my boyfriend knows about this and he's on my side. But thinking through it all again, I do see how I could have overstepped. But my boyfriend says that it's not my job to apologize for her insecurities. So, am I the asshole here? And we're going to start in the comments with imaginary being who says, not the asshole. You weren't thinking of how to hurt her. You just wanted a nice gift for your friend. The boyfriend is right. You don't need to apologize for her insecurities. Angry Seed Pod replies to that and says, yes, exactly this. I can empathize with how the girlfriend must have felt, but she was out of line to reach out to OP for what was just a kind gesture. It's also what's in the best interest of her boyfriend. She should just be happy for him that he was able to get something he really wanted rather than envious she couldn't provide it. That's real love. Glamour Crow replies to that and says, I'd say no one's an asshole here. Both points of view are valid. She was right to make the gift and the girlfriend had valid reasons to be upset. Not being in the position financially to make a similar gift, feeling outshined. OP, next time you find something special and expensive, team up with a girlfriend and make a shared gift. That's the way to become a bridesmaid instead of being barred from the wedding. Freedom replies to that and says, the girlfriend's point was valid up until she said that happiness was only shared between her and Tom and no one else. Up until then, I felt bad for her as I could easily empathize with her. I've been outshining in gift given before. She needs to accept that just because you are someone's SO, that doesn't mean you'll be the only one to provide your partner with happiness in their life. Essex Catwoman replies to that saying, I think the girlfriend was saying that the happiness was only shared by OP and best friend, not the girlfriend. Hence the me. Which is her way of saying, yes, you were both happy, but others weren't. I think asking for it to be open last was a boo-boo. OP knew that the last was pride of place, but that there is assholery as a verdict. Girlfriend would have felt insecure, but was an asshole to reach out as she did. She could have framed it in a way that was more constructive, but she wanted her feelings hurt. Best friend is also an asshole, saying this is the best gift ever after having received a raft of other presents, including truly thoughtful ones, was thoughtless. And if best friend and girlfriend can't hear each other over that, they have issues. So I'm going, everyone sucks here. And I've got to say, although this was overwhelmingly not the arsehole, and I understand what OP done is a wonderful thing for their friend. I'm trying to put myself in OP's position and me having the money to buy my friend an, an expensive gift that clearly is going to be huge to them. How would I deal with it? Because I know I myself, I'd feel awkward about doing so. Yes, very much could be a me problem. I'm happy to accept that. Regardless of what was said, I think I'd still find myself talking to their partner first before and just having a conversation about it. You know, a conversation costs nothing because sure, you want to make your best friend happy at the same, but at the same time, you don't want to cause tension in any of the relationships around it. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking nonsense on that one, but I, I certainly feel like I would feel if I was in OP's position, I would have to say something first. But of course, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What would you do in that situation? Would it make you feel awkward or absolutely not? Would you agree with the majority of the comments and say, you know, OP's doing an absolute wonderful thing. And this is down to the partner's insecurities. And on this one, simple as. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Which comes from SnoopGoop7 and says, Am I the asshole for kicking the majority of my husband's family out of our wedding when they celebrated their traditions but violated many of my personal rules and boundaries? Me, 27 female, and my husband, 30 male, just got married this January. But the wedding was an absolute mess. 
For context, my husband Ben has a very close-knit family that doesn't take well to outsiders, surprises, or change. Most family reunions and gatherings don't allow plus ones or spouses, just immediate family. Ben has two brothers and one sister. Each of my in-laws have wives and husbands, yet they still aren't allowed to come to the majority of family events. That's fortunately not just me. Even though I cannot attend most events with his family, I still have a somewhat decent relationship with them. Before the wedding, I've never had a major issue with them, but they've always been distant from me. I don't really mind. Now, let's talk about the wedding. The wedding was planned for New Year's Day, since that was the day we met. Today, Ben asked me to be his girlfriend and the day he proposed. So that holiday has always been very special to us. Everyone agreed that New Year's Day was a perfect day for the wedding, so no issues there. Unfortunately, we did have a problem with other things. Ben's family has a lot of odd traditions that they do, and over the years I've put up with them and embraced them. They include having a homemade sheet cake rather than a professional wedding cake, wearing all white, and having all of the children walk up the aisle to toss flowers rather than having one designated flower girl slash boy. However, I wanted my wedding day to be good for the both of us, so we made some compromises. We could have the homemade sheet cake, but we both had to agree on the flavor and design. Anyone could wear what they wanted, besides white, and there would be no children at the wedding. My husband suggested that, not me. We talked to both of our families and everyone agreed that these rules and boundaries were fine. Or so we thought. The day of the wedding came and my side of the family was dressed appropriately. No children were present, everything was going great. Then Ben's family came. There were lots of children and babies and everyone was wearing all white. Apparently, their traditions were more important than what I had to say. Only three people actually respected the rules set in place. The spouses of Ben's siblings. Ben and I were mortified. We immediately kicked them out and allowed the three people who followed the rules to stay. But they left with their partners, which we didn't mind. The wedding went on as normal, but it felt ruined. We ended up cancelling the post-wedding celebration after some of his family members snuck inside. After we came back from our honeymoon, we were both berated by his family members and basically shunned from his family. I feel guilty for not allowing them to practice their traditions. Am I the arsehole? Info. Both of our families are from the Midwest and my husband says that, that there surprisingly isn't a history of incest. I'm going to start off with Wayward Marauder who says I'm not the arsehole, but I don't know how you expected anything else from a family who's been telling you for years they don't respect you or any others. When people tell you who they are, believe them. A lot of people saying that that side of the family is a cult. Kindly Celebration says not the arsehole for what you did, but why would you even marry someone who participates in family events you will never be allowed to attend because you are not biological family? Will they and your husband insist your children attend but still leave you banned? Are you okay with them being taught your husband's fam is their real family that you are not a part of? This is a level of group emotional, please be only emotional, incest. It's creepy and weird. One more from Ducky who says not the arsehole and do not feel guilty. They are their traditions. They are not your traditions. It's your wedding and your rules. You could ask to include them but should abide by the decision of the bride and groom. They are used to having their way and they are incredibly rude by not including spouses in family celebrations. I know my spouse wouldn't attend anything like that when I would be intentionally regularly excluded. Opie edited the post after some of the comments and says I'm shocked by these comments. The longest time I thought my husband's family was just weird. You guys really opened my eyes. I think I was blinded by love for the longest time that I never really saw the bigger picture. 
I wrote this around April, but I only just recently posted this since I put it in my drafts and forgot about it. I'm still avoiding them and staying non-contact. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you suggest to OP to do? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. Truly, thank you so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com